0: Welcome back to another episode of the Iron Plus Podcast. Today, Kyle and I are going to be discussing smart gyms. So this is going to be basically anything that connects to your phone, uh, you know, that has a virtual experience, um, kind of similar to, you know, the last episode, we talked a little bit about virtual, uh, virtual training, virtual gyms as well. So we can get right into it. Kyle, what do
1: you have for smart gyms? What's your take on smart gyms? Um, I think they're definitely for a specific subset of people, uh, meaning they're, you know, if you, if you talk about a home gym or a smart gym, it's definitely not the cheapest thing that you can buy. Uh, it's, it's definitely something that's, you know, for people that are looking to, um, I guess kind of just spend a lot of money on something to put it, uh, Frank, I guess. But, um, Overall, I think they're they're pretty interesting. Like I was looking at them earlier today uh, when Cam and I decided to do a podcast on them. And you can, like some of the technology on them is pretty wild. I think now with the, you know, the ability that phones have and how they can connect to TVs, you know, companies are sending and selling things that are compact and in, you know, nice looking containers that have so much functionality to them to where when you connect your phone to the TV and you have their own specific subset of weights, you know, everything's counted from reps to you know how much weight you should do it tracks your calories you know there's all different types of things you can do with them um and i think that they're kind of you know becoming more and more popular i think when we look at um you know maybe over the last 5 or 10 years the the one that really kind of started to kickstart everything was the peloton um and you know that was like all the craze during covid because it was like an at home thing that you could do with you know a little tv that you know had a personal trainer on it and i think that was really like the um, kickstart for what people are calling smart gyms that, you know, people can put in their homes.
0: Now they're having issues. They're just laying people off. But, um, with the Peloton, like I, th- I feel like people, it was also, uh, a way to kind of escape your surroundings, right? Cause you could bike in a bunch of different locations, I believe around the world. Um, I could be wrong. I never had a Peloton, but, um, Kyle, like just going back a little bit, with with these home gyms, though, you know, now that I think about it more, like, do you feel that it would become an issue for, like, progressive overload? And I know, like, I know that some of these home gyms that maybe get attached to your wall, um, that they have, like, a couple cables or something that, you know, you might be able to adjust the weight, but you're not getting, like, the full experience of a gym and being able to do the exercise. Cause like, yes, you can do squats, right. You could sit there and do squats, um, maybe with like a little bit of weight, but like, you're never going to have a bar on your back being able to do squats or like you can't do hack squats. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things, for example, that yes, with these home gyms that you, you might, uh, it might be convenient, but it's not going to necessarily give you that best workout. as like going to a gym and throwing around some iron. Like what's your take on the progressive overload side of things with these smart gyms?
1: Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, with these, you're just looking at, if you just type smart gyms in Google, I mean, the cheapest one that you can see on the screen is $495. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're expensive and I think it's for, you know, people that maybe enjoy working out. Maybe they don't want to go to the gym every single day, but it's something they can do at home. That's quick and easy. Um, so I think it's mainly just kind of like a, um, like one of those keeping up with the Joneses purchases where it's like, Oh, you see someone that has it and they're like, Oh, well now I want that kind of thing. Um, It's definitely not anything groundbreaking. Like you're not going to get a, I mean, maybe you will, you're not going to, you know, get a drastically improved workout at home with one of these expensive home gyms than you would in the actual gym. Like there's pros and cons to both, but um,
0: I was just thinking the same thing. I was thinking that this is probably like middle to high class, like people that want to be trendsetters. Yeah. And not necessarily like they like to be, I would say, like skinny and in shape a little bit, but it's not about putting muscle on. It's about, you know, just having a a slender physique opposed to, you know, building muscle and like you can still build muscle. Don't get me wrong. But I would say it's not, it's obviously not going to be the same as walking into a gym and trying to get toned that way. Right. Right. So yeah, I would say that to to Kyle's point, like I mean, these things are expensive. Two, like usually, usually a lot of them start at like two grand, and they go up. Because who who gets a base model, right? Like it's like you walk into a car lot. I mean, the odds you walk out with the base price slim to none, right? Right. Right. So it's like it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be something similar with having one of these, you know, a Peloton, a Mirror, a Tempo. um, You know, all of these different types of home gyms or home treadmills. Especially because, uh, like, a lot, if not all of them, come with, on top of, you know, your, your purchase price, a monthly subscription, right? So, I know Peloton does. Um, I believe Mirror does as well. You get to unlock, like, all these new, you know, new features. Uh, plus, like, having the monthly experience. Like, uh, you know, it's the same thing with the Nordic track. Like, this stuff comes with a membership. And I'm sure that, you know, they have a month, three months, maybe a year, if you're lucky, free before you end up starting to pay for it. But at that point in time, like, once you get to that year, either use it or lose it um, if you end up having it free. But yeah, man, I don't know. I think that they are good for small spaces. They're good if you need something quick and convenient, if you don't necessarily want people looking at you. Um, But I, I personally can't justify... $2, three four thousand dollars on a wall mount for a gym uh, but that's that's also just not my cup of tea right like that's to, everybody's different but me personally like I I can't sit on a bike or run on a treadmill even if the screen has me you know you know biking around the world um, or you know be getting on a, a stairmaster and, and climbing the Burge the burge right? Burj Khalifa <laughs> right like there it doesn't matter to me I, like that's just not my thing I like the chains of scenery um, I like actually being able to walk around because like in between sets like uh, being at the actual gym like I'm always walking around so yeah man um, but I will say that is there still a trend uh, you know as we progress like and our generation gets older to live small like I know that that was a thing like a big thing like a year ago or two years ago with people like wanting to, you know, live small and like Home Depot was selling this $45,000 house that you could live in. Um, cause I will say that like maybe this stuff becomes more popular cause where people save money when it comes to, you know, square footage and housing and, and their gym luxury and their spa luxury, they end up spending on smaller houses. Um, and, you know, just these modern-looking wall mounts or pelotons or treadmills that are you know easier to store, uh, but they they kind of fit in. You can pull it out whenever you want to, and it's just it's quick and convenient for people. Like, do do you see do you see this potentially being a play off of how people live in the future? Like, if they live like in smaller houses, like I'm, I'm mentioning, do you see that this could impact the mirror the tempo like all of these smaller foldable modern home gyms
1: yeah i think with any like with with these smart gyms i personally don't i think it's more of a a upcoming fad than something that'll stick around forever like a lot of these are very expensive and they look pretty cool and it's just one thing to be like hey look at this thing i have um so i don't i don't know how much it'll affect them but
0: did you did you mention
1: the tempo studio? I can't quite yeah, remember. the Yeah, so there's a couple. I mean, like the mirrors, the one that Lululemon made, that was like a, a big one. But I think the one that's the most practical is the tempo workout home home set, where it's you know, it's less than five hundred dollars. It's something that looks very modern and it's not it doesn't take up a lot of space and you put your phone on the top and connect it to a TV. It's got um smaller uh, weight plates that uh, I'm not sure how much they go up to, but it's also got dumbbell handles so you can attach any weight you want on the dumbbell handles and put clips on them and do workouts. It like counts your reps and everything. Um, I think that's probably the most practical one because it's, it's expensive, but it's affordable for anyone that's looking to do it, a home gym. Cause you know, there, if you're looking to build a home gym, it's going to be expensive regardless. So it's, you know, it's affordable. It's something that doesn't take up a lot of space. Right. It looks modern um, and I think it kind of fulfills everything that someone might be looking for when they're looking at a uh, doing a home gym.
0: I will say, though, with this, if you are somebody that has little to no patience, I'm going to tell you right now, buying something like the Tempo is going to run you pretty thin quickly because to Kyle's point, yes, you have some free weights, but you have to change the weights out. And if you're going to be doing an exercise and you, you know, let's say you start with five pounds and you work up 10, 20, um, or you work down 20, 10, 5, like you're going to have to unscrew, replace the plate, screw them back on, you know, like there's a lot that's going to go into, it's not like you're in a gym walking over to the rack and picking up a different weight, right? Like you're going to be in the middle of your exercise, middle of your workout, swapping out the uh, the weight. So just keep that in mind if you do do something like this. Um, because your patients will start to run thin, especially if you're like in the groove, um, and you need to be changing weights. You don't want to be sitting there unscrewing and putting them on then screwing them back on while you're trying to exercise. It, it'll get annoying real quick. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the home gyms or the smart gyms, I would say, uh, are, Car- more cardio related, I would say, right? They're their bikes, their treadmills, their stairmasters, they're um like the rowing machines. Yes, you do have to Kyle's point, you have the mirror, you have the Tempo Studio, you have um, let's see here, you have the Nordic track vault, which is a six foot mirror display that I guess it has that's quite interesting. This one has, it looks like it has uh, dumbbells stacked within the vault. So that's, uh, I wonder how heavy that thing is. Might have to look it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody's going to be different. Like what I would do, my advice to somebody is to, you know, write down the pros and cons of a virtual, you know, at home uh, gym, something like the Mirror or the Tempo Studio versus what you would do at the at the normal gym. Because depending on your goals, like one or the other might work better for you. Um, so write down pros and cons, weigh the pros and cons of each. And then from there, I would, um, you know, do your best judgment call based off of what you're looking for, Budget, budget, uh, end results, your goals, and take it from there. I don't think that, you know, this is – necessarily reinventing the wheel, but if you want to set a trend, setting a trend for five hundred, a thousand, two, three, four thousand dollars is quite an expensive trend just to you know keep up with the Joneses as Kyle had mentioned. So um yeah, I would say that me personally it's not my cup of tea. Kyle, I mean, do you see
1: yourself owning a smart gym? Um not with my current financial status, but maybe in the future. <laughs>
0: Maybe in the future. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is like, it is, you know, I mean, it's not really like that affordable for people our age, like 24, 25, especially cause you know, you're either trying to buy a house um, or you're buying a Peloton. <laughs> so, so um, you know, whatever, whatever you're feeling, but yeah, I mean, with, with that said, we can wrap it up there unless you have anything else. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope that you found value in this episode. Um, If you do end up going with a smart gym of any sort, or if you own something like the Peloton or the Mirror um, or the Tempo Studio, feel free to shoot us an Instagram message. Um, We'd love to chat about it. Speaking of, you can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and TikTok at Official Iron Pulse. But don't worry, if you prefer email, we've got you covered. Subscribe to the Iron Pulse report by visiting shopironpulse.com. And remember, no matter what you do, you all in.